I can't be funny on purpose. It just flows naturally, okay? When you're just, like, asking me to do it, I'm not, like, a machine. I can't just give it. You just ask too much. It's too much for you to request to request of me to be funny on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. You are now listening to Babes in Ballland. Um, what's up, guys? I started it with an um because it's 2020, and I still say um in my podcasts, and Jesse has to edit them all out. So, it's a new year, not a new me. How did you ring in your new year, Jesse? I went to the Thunder game, and then I came home, and I was asleep by 12. I rang in the new year watching um, RuPaul's Drag Race reruns. Which I can't really think of, like, a better way except to be watching the Thunder. I can't even, like, make it to midnight. Not only do I not make it, but I'm not interested in making it at all. (laughs) I just feel like that makes me officially old. But I have no interest in staying up past midnight. Um, My daughter, Adele, she got to see her first ball drop ever. And it was the East Coast one, which was, like, none of her business. She didn't need to know that it wasn't midnight over here. And she makes it to the ball drop, the countdown. She looks at me, and she says, that wasn't that great. And then she went to bed. (laughs) Oh, Adele. (laughs) So I feel like she was kind of, like, um, mirroring you, and she's like, why would I be awake? Yeah, it's just not <laughs> impressive to me to, like, count down time. I don't know. Like, when I wake up tomorrow, it's going to be a new year. And I feel like Adele was on the same page. Time is a social construct. Yeah. We, like don't, have, it's we don't have – that's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Question for you. Did the Redskins fire their coach, too? So, I kind of have a list. Like, The Browns obviously fired Freddie Kitchens. We're still talking about Jason Garrett and the Cowboys, but I don't think they've officially done anything. The Giants fired Pat Shermer. The Panthers. Sure, Shermer. (laughs) The Panthers fired Ron Rivera, and then I have that the Redskins fired. I'm blanking again on which Gruden it is. Jay. Gruden? Jay? Jay. John? They fired a Gruden. And then those are the main ones that I've written down. Um, yeah, I pretty much just wrote down the Kitchens one because the Browns got beat by the Bengals. Hashtag sad. Yeah. And like two hours later, they were like, you're out of here. Yeah, it didn't take long at all. No. And, like, now, since we've had all the announcements on who was fired, they're starting to amp up on potential head coach candidates. And I saw the smirkiest picture of Urban Meyer I've ever seen in my entire life. He is kind of smirky. So that's getting all amped up, too. 
Um, mostly, I don't care. I would like the Browns to get a good head coach, but otherwise, like, I, I don't care about any of those teams. You <laughs> said don't care about any mm, of those teams. I mean, if the Cowboys don't fire Jason Garrett, then, like, the saga continues. Yeah, And, like, I'm not super upset with their know. struggles. So I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't, but then again, the saga continues. I saw on ESPN one day, this was a couple weeks back, um, what is his name? I'm blanking. Oh, Troy Aikman. He said that Jerry Jones would not ever do anything positive to help the team. Oh. It wasn't like, it wasn't worded exactly like that. Like, obviously, he kind of floofed it up a little bit, but that mm-hmm. was the point, you know? And I'm like, well, it's true. Old Jerry. <laughs> I saw Baker Mayfield give Freddie Kitchens a hug, and I don't know. If you can read between the lines, it was kind of rough. They're still saying if Baker can get proper coaching, he can still be an elite quarterback. So we'll see where that goes. They went 6-10, and ten, which yeah. I feel like is a vast it's improvement. Like, it's this difficult place because, yes, when you're saying, oh, 6-10, and ten, like that doesn't look like a good season, but what they're coming from – When's the last time they won six games, you know? Oh, so. that would be a good thing to look up because didn't they – did they win one game last year or was that I the think year so. before last? I think so. So, like, yes, they are getting better, but whenever they brought in OBJ and, like, they still aren't in the playoffs, I feel like all the fans just lost it. And I'm like, we're still building. You know, like, there's, there's a lot of things <laughs> that got to be fixed for the Browns. I mean, you can't be the Thunder and just expect to have a rebuilding year and slide into a playoff spot. Slide on in. <laughs> They're putting more and more space in between them and the Spurs. I can't with them. Andy Andy says, you know what happens when I slide through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I feel like the big thing we have to talk about Dolphins stunned the Patriots 27 to 24, and that made the Patriots fall to the number three seed for the playoffs. And I just feel like that was a nice cap to the season. They did it, yeah, at the Patriots, which is ideal. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is a man, tossed a five yard pass with 24 seconds remaining which forces the Patriots to a wild card game. I'm not even mad. See, I do want the Patriots to win that game, though, because then I want them to lose to the Chiefs. I mean, that would be super ideal. Did you see that tweet where somebody was like, Patriots fans, though, and they're like, they want to lose so that they can come back and win it all. And I'm like, could you? (laughs) Okay. I'm like, no. And while we're speaking of the Patriots, the NFL found no link between the Patriots football operations and video crew whenever they filmed the Bengals. And I'm like, well, I absolutely don't believe you. (laughs) No, absolutely not. They have eight minutes of footage of the Bengals sideline. And they're like, oh, yeah, it seems okay to me. Like, I and don't they believe you. needed to win that game. Like, yeah. 
and what were they playing them the following week i'm like but there's "Mm." no link there's no link girl they didn't do it and i'm like okay (laughs) sounds fine no i feel like that now would be a really good time to say that i got the answer to my question about seeding like while I understand it, I never understood. That was my question last week is why does the team, why would one play four and two play three? And I got a really good description of it, which says it's a very dramatic description too, which I really appreciate. And it says that on the seeding and this is a hockey definition but I feel like it goes for all teams Um, it said it's it's called a seed because of the analogy with plants where the seed might grow into a top rank at the end of a tournament players or teams are planted into brackets in a manner that is typically intended so that the best don't meet until later in the competition which I guess that makes sense yeah it's still hurtful if you're on the lower side of the seedings <laughs> but because yes. I feel like that you are meant to wither away yes <laughs> but yeah that hurts my feelings so speaking of seeds we've got some wild card games coming up yeah and Saturday the Packers and the Chiefs both have buys Let's talk about, like, their last week game first, because I feel like it's going to tell a story. Well, on my side. It does. It kind of set the scene. Yeah. Because everyone's all excited because we got a first-round bye. But I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) we still have a lot of things we've got to work on. So if we're talking about the Packers at the Lions, first of all, Jamal Williams was out. And then there was, I think, a play in the second where Aaron Jones took a bad hit, and he went out, but he came back in. So having a week off is nice because we do have some guys injured, so hopefully they'll be ready. But once again, the Packers cannot play a complete game. And I kind of broke it up just so, like, I could justify the way I was feeling, I think. So in the first half, four out of five offensive drives resulted in a punt. They did get a field goal right before halftime. So the halftime score was three to 17. So four out of five times, they were forced to punt and did not put any points on the board. In the second half, I know, in the second half, four out of seven offensive drives resulted in points. And five out of seven would have resulted in points if Mason Crosby hadn't have missed that field goal, which was very out of character. So I'm going to go ahead and give him that one. That was a very odd miss for him. So in the second half, five out of seven times, the Packers should have scored. And I just don't know how you can go from literally barely getting a field goal up on the board to scoring five out of seven times in the second half. That's a completely lopsided game. And we're to the part now where you can't have lopsided games because everybody's good. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
it's a tough time to, like we talked about earlier, it's a tough time to be uh, bumbling into the playoffs. Also, they came out with the quarterback rankings for the quarterbacks in the playoffs. And Aaron Rodgers was ranked number 11. (laughs) And, like, I can't even fight them that hard because he didn't look great on that last game. He didn't look good against the Lions. Like, yes, they got it done, but he didn't look good. So I don't – I'm nervous. And mad. (laughs) Nervous and mad. Yeah. Maybe not as mad as Sunday. But then, well, yeah. I can't even remember what I said. I think they need. I think I said that they needed to go home and think about what they had done. <laughs> yeah. Because I was very upset. But then, like, you move in and the NFL power rankings came out. And number one was the Ravens, two Chiefs, three 49ers, four Saints, and then five Packers. So, like, we're still up in that top half, but I'm nervous. We could maybe bumble and beat the Vikings, but you can't – I don't think we can bumble and beat the Saints. You – I mean, you could. So much – the Dolphins beat the Patriots. Like, so much can happen. <laughs> now, if they can play, like, a complete game, fine, but – I haven't really played one all year, so I don't know why we would start now, you know? Well, you guys have the bye to think about what you've done. (laughs) Yeah. And to pull it together. Yeah. Um, Also, on Sunday, the Chargers played the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Um, Just like a little funsy for me on the opening – where they do the drums and um, Tech Nine actually led the chop, which was pretty cool. Aww. And yeah, he was really That's excited. Weird. I've been listening to my Tech Nine playlist like heavily the last couple days. So well, that's weird to me because I didn't yeah. know that. Go Chiefs, Chiefs yeah. Kingdom. Um, yeah, he so he was really excited to do that. Um, and high drama, Andy Reid, the Chiefs coach, said that he wasn't going to allow any news about the Patriots game on the sidelines. Like, supposedly, Mahomes was, like, scourging around looking for reports, but Andy shut it down. And he was like, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to listen to it. The only thing that he knew was that there had been a touchdown and an interception. And so um, that's high drama. And then they, of course, found out from the crowd by the end of the game. And it was, like, while we were listening to the game, the um, analyst was basically doing both games at the same time. (laughs) It's just so funny to me because I feel like last week I was in, like, a pretty okay place. I was like, yeah, you know, we're in the playoffs. We play the Lions. But if you guys will remember, the last time the Packers played the Lions, it was earlier in the season – they also had trouble with them then. So I don't know why I was overlooking it so much. But I was like, yeah, we're just going to play the Lions, and then we're going to cruise into the playoffs. But then for you guys, you had kind of joked, like, oh, we need the Dolphins to beat the Patriots. I know. And then it happened. So I, I feel like, it. yeah, it's kind of like role reversal 
like you guys are kind of on the up and I feel like we're kind of on the down. Our teams are always like that. Like it doesn't matter if Jesse and I are on baseball. It doesn't matter if we're on football. Um, our teams are always like if the Yankees are doing really well, the birds are shit in the bed. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it always works out that way. It's so weird. But yeah, Patrick Mahomes had a pretty low key performance. He had 174 yards and one touchdown. Um, they scored a field goal in the first quarter and um, the second quarter. Philip, I mean, Philip Rivers did a lot better than he did the last time we met the Chargers. Um, and I feel bad for him because I know that that could be his last game. He said he wants to play again next year, but like, will he play for? LA who knows and then in the third that's kind of where things got a little dicey Damian Williams ran an 84 yard touchdown to make it 24 14 at the end of the third and then old Hunter Henry you got to watch him for LA <laughs> he took an eight yard pass from Philip Rivers and made it 24 21 Kansas City was up but then Damian Williams was able to score another touchdown, and the kick after was good. So we beat the Chargers 31-21. The only other thing about that game, it wasn't as solid as I would have liked it to be, but I know that there was a lot going on. I would just I wanted a better win, but I, I can't complain. A dub is per a dub. Steven, and who was he doing that interview with? Was it Dennis? Per yes. Steven and Dennis, a win is a win, mate. Mate. But sometimes you feel better about them than others. The only other football-related stuff that I have until we get into kind of our bracket breakdowns, Antonio Brown, did you see him posting on Instagram yes. on Monday night? He's mad again. Yes, Antonio Brown said <laughs> that – the Saints inviting him for a workout was pretty much just a publicity stunt on the Saints' end. And he was quoted saying, I just don't like the lack of respect in the world. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. And I was like, very relatable, 2020 Antonio 2020. Brown. <laughs> Keep it real, Antonio. Let him know. I know. Times have been tough. Yeah, and like, <laughs> And he even... was, like, working out while he was doing the video, <laughs> which makes it, like, even more ridiculous. Yes. I know you like it when they film their workouts. <laughs> yes, because you're not filming it. You're obviously not working out. But I guess I just really like, because I found it weird whenever he was working out with the Saints. I'm like, why? Like, the NFL has pretty much said if he gets signed, he's going on the exempt list, so he can't even play. So, like, I'm kind of on board with him. Maybe it was just for the attention, but he mad anyways. I don't know. I don't know what attention. I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, like, I guess media is media. Like, I guess yeah. any attention is attention, but I don't know. I don't get it. Antonio also, doesn't get it either, so no, I guess we're Antonio in the same doesn't boat. get it either. <laughs> also, the Texans activated JJ Watt. He's been I out since know. October. I know. That's the and only then, reason that I feel like I'm sorry I interrupted you. That's okay. Are you gonna pick the Texans over the Bills? 
I don't know. <laughs> That's I don't know. That's, That's the only reason why I was because JJ Watt can kind of lead right into the playoff stuff. Oh, yeah. I think so. The first wild card game is between the Bills and the Texans, and it's Saturday at three thirty. I'm leaning Bills, but hi, we all know I also hate Texas, so I don't feel like that's going to shock anybody. My initial pick was also Bills and, like, let's do it, Buffalo Bills. Um, Also, I just really like that that artist from Tulsa won a competition to redesign the Buffalo Bills logo. And so I just – I want the Bills to win because I think that's cute. And also, we just don't do Texas. But J.J. Watt really does change. J.J. Watt but he needs also, to leave Texas. That's he it. hasn't played either. Yeah. Yeah. He's really, like, the only. I don't like, know how much re- of an effect he'll have, you know. He's the only redeeming factor down there. Okay, so game one, we have collectively picked the Bills. Bills. Okay. Game two is Saturday at 7.15, Titans-Patriots. I'm taking Patriots over Titans. Same, just because I want the Chiefs to crush them the next round. So I'm also going Patriots. Sunday, Vikings versus Saints. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with the Saints. I will, like... To put this on the record, I would love for the Vikings to win because I would feel more comfortable with that as far as a matchup with the Packers than I would with the Saints. But I do think the Saints will probably win. Um, I kind of feel the same way about the Titans-Patriots. Like, we've struggled against the Titans, and so – but I don't – do we have it in us to beat the the Patriots three times? I don't know. Like, there's just <laughs> a lot of factors there. Um, Viking Saints Sunday, I'm going to take the Saints. And then we have Seahawks and Sea Chickens versus Eagles. And I'm going Sea Chickens. I'll take the Eagles. Okay. No reasoning other than you picked the Seahawks, and I really didn't have a preference, but I'll I'll take the Eagles. No reason except to bring some drama <laughs> to the wild card game. Yeah, just, you know, a little something extra. I saw somebody's uh, pre-bracket earlier this week, and they had filled out all the way to the Super Bowl, and they took the Chiefs to the Super Bowl versus the 49ers and chose the Chiefs to win. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not ready for all that drama. That's when I messaged you, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not available. I just feel like I was literally just getting my soul ripped out by the Yankees, and I don't know if I'm prepared for another <laughs> ready, go round. Ready for um, the disappointment. Yeah. Well, not to mention the college football fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> that so, went well for everybody. <laughs> if we could, like, turn it around, you know, we've been having a rough time out here. Well, I guess we I guess we could be uh, Buccaneers fans. Could be worse. It could be worse. But did you see... Where Jameis Winston 
he's he threw 30 interceptions and 30 touchdowns and he was like if I can get the interception part wrapped up I'm gonna be one of the best quarterbacks ever and I'm like yes Jameis god damn it Jameis why am I still having to deal with him I'm like sir that that is correct you're gonna have to get that wrapped up work on those those turnovers sir and yes oh man turnovers or I'm speaking of turnovers and I'm going to try to do a terrible segue of like turning over 2020 New Year's Eve Jesse went to the New Year's Eve Thunder game (laughs) do you like that segue yeah you were getting there I mean (laughs) I thought I was gonna spend New Year's Eve with Luca he did play However, because Steven Adams was in such horrible foul trouble all game, I really spent New Year's with Steven because his ass was over on the bike most of the game. <laughs> he was on the bike a he lot. He was on the bike. Now, a lot of the fouls called on him, I'm like, I don't know where you were going with that. They were very, very weak calls, but he did spend a majority of the game on the bike. <laughs> So it was just me and Steven. What did you say? Did you say that at the, was it the first that Luca had scored 17 on his own and the Thunder collectively had scored 20? Yes. First quarter, Luca had 17. The Thunder team had 20. And the 17 was impressive. He almost had 19, but he didn't beat the buzzer before the end of the first. So, That was very impressive. The entire offense, he facilitated all of it, like the whole thing. He he had the ball the whole time, and it was super impressive. Now, thankfully, they did shut him down after that. I think he ended up with 35 points total. So after the first, they, you know, only let him score 17 from there on out. So they did – somewhat get him managed but he was out of control in the first quarter I saw that Porzingis for Dallas was out which I'm sure you were heartbroken that monster yeah (laughs) I I don't know why I just I don't like him so I was okay with that there was also good news for the Thunder Gallo was back Diallo was back and Dennis was in so that's probably the healthiest the Thunder have looked in quite a while I think Um, we're just missing Dre right mm -hmm. well Dre's not coming back so yeah that's it but if the first quarter belonged to Luca the second quarter belonged to Dennis oh yeah Dennis sure looks great in the second yeah it was like bad ankle never happened yeah and then like in the third Gallo was the one that got hot. I think he hit, like, three threes, so he was on fire in the third. And then Chris Paul had been quiet all game, and then I think he scored, like, the last 13 of the Thunder's last 14 points in the fourth. So then he got hot in the fourth, and it just all kind of worked. Oh, yeah, it worked really well. Dennis Schroeder and Gallinari scored 20 points. Um, Steven Adams was 10 points. Nerlens Noel was 12 points. And Shy, Shy 
Shay. SGA had 19 points and 10 rebounds. Yeah, I mean, like, they, after the, like you said, after the first quarter, they really pulled it together. I couldn't really even believe it. I was like, we look, we look good. We looked good. I did almost fight this lady in the stands next to me, but that's okay. I think Steven pretty much sat out almost the entire third quarter, and then when he came in in the fourth, he got his fifth foul. And that was probably with, like, three or four minutes left. So then, obviously, like, if Luca has the ball, he's going to drive at Steven because the goal is to get Steven out of the game. Right. Like, he's up to five fouls. You want him out. Well, the lady next to me, she just kept screaming because Steven would kind of back down. But all game long, they had been calling the weakest fouls. There were at least two fouls called on Steven where I didn't even know who they were calling the foul on because it was that week. Oh, so she then, wanted him to, like, get yeah. in there and draw some fouls, even though yeah. he was in foul she trouble. Was, yes, she was oh screaming my. at him to contest <laughs> the shot while screaming about baby Luca. And I'm like, sweetheart, not here. I love Luca. It was hard, like, him being on the other team because I did find myself annoyed with him because he was playing that well. But I'm like, no, Steven's not going to go contest him with three minutes left in the fourth. Like, I don't know <laughs> what more you would want Steven to do. She's like, do the most, but not that much. <laughs> yeah, she was like, pretty much wanting Steven to go tackle Luca. And I'm like, well, fine, but that would be number six. Like, I don't know why you're so pressed. There's literally nothing that Steven can do. You're like, excuse me, ma'am. Yeah, and I'm like, it puts me in a bad spot, Steven and Luca, so that lady didn't know that. But I'm like, I can't sit by you next game. I will not get a ticket over here again. Are you a season ticket holder? <laughs> Asking for a friend, because I can't sit by you. Aw, you always do have a really funny, like, seatmate, and I like that a lot. And, like, um, she had super blonde hair, I have super blonde hair. Like, it was just a little face-off. And I still couldn't find you guys. No. Um, I was kind of looking at the last Thunder games, and they kind of cut off what they show on TV at the end of the Thunder bench. And I was kind of down in the corner past that, so I didn't have to worry about being on TV. <laughs> I like, like that little hidey hole. Not like the time you were on TV when you went to the hockey game? Yeah, I don't know if I'd ever sit there again just because of that. Front and center. Front and center, yeah. I, not to, like, jump into things that I'm excited about, but I am really excited about the Thunder. I couldn't believe, oh, I mean, we forgot I couldn't to talk it. about Sunday's game oh, against the Raptors. yeah. The Raptors they played in game. Toronto. Well, we beat them, too, so. Yeah, Gallo and Dennis were out Sunday night against the Raptors, and it was also Steven versus Serge. Ugh. And I know I sent this to you on Snap. There was, you did the quick. I know. There was this moment where they were all lined up for free throws, and Serge was in the first spot, and Steven was in the second, and Steven just, like, rested his hand on Serge, and I almost passed out. I'm like, fucking Kevin had to ruin everything. Kevin Durant ruins everything. I know. I was so sad. 
right? in that game, even though we had people out, I felt like the babies looked good. Um, SGA scored 32 points. Chris Paul had 25. And we beat the Raptors 98-97. Yeah, and in that game, the announcers kept talking about Thunder defense, how much hustle and effort they were putting in. So they, like, barely squeaked out the win. But we're going to take it. And, and then, they interviewed SGA after the game because how many times – 32 points is his season high, right? Yes, and but he hit it at least three times. At least three times. See, yeah. Shy Shay, I'm going to need you to do a little bit better and get 33 next time because we can't keep meeting at 32. He's from Toronto. See, I knew he was from Canada, but I didn't know he was from Toronto. Mm-hmm. I just saw so. his cute post-game interview. Yes, because they don't ever they don't interview him as often. No, not really. And in that interview, it was not Dennis who was like, "Hi, I'm here to interview with you." It was Chris Paul. So we had an SGA CP3 interview moment. Oh, about his haircut. Yeah, and then after the New Year's Eve game. Chris Paul was being interviewed, and Gallo came over and busted in on his interview. So I just feel like, team-wise, it's just a good vibe. Yep. They're having a good time, and you can tell. Yes. So I think they've won seven out of their last eight or something like that. I know they're at 17 for 15 right now. And, oh, uh, we lost to Memphis. I hardly if even it, remember that game. We blocked it out because yep. we don't need that negativity in 2020. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we don't mess with the Grizzles. And then Thursday, the Thunder play at the Spurs. And Saturday, they play at the Cavaliers. So, Ooh. Ooh. yeah. Poor Cavs. Um, not to go too far ahead in time, but next Monday, the 6th, they play the 76ers. I know we'll talk about that more this weekend, but that's something to – it's literally the 76ers, the Nets, the Rockets, the Lakers. They're, yeah, the Thunder are about to go through a rough stretch of games, but we'll see. I mean, good matchups. Hopefully we get some wins. But my Tim Tebow I'm Excited Award actually is for Thunder at 76ers next Monday. Dang, is it really? Steven versus Embiid, okay? I mean, it's going to be a matchup. Embiid makes me so mad. Like, I just look at him and I'm furious. And I'm mad, yeah. (laughs) Um, I love being excited about Thunder basketball. And nobody thought we would be. It was super nice. Like, I know it was New Year's Eve, so I did expect a big crowd, but that was by far three times louder of an arena than it was whenever I went to the Clippers game. Really? Like, seats were filled, people were engaged, and yeah, I guess we could kind of just move into my yes queen because it's going to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yay. They won 10 games and lost four in December. 
So that's a very large improvement. And like I said, they won seven out of their last eight. And I know it's still kind of like this gray area of if we're buyers or sellers for the trade deadline. I think the deadline is early in February, maybe like the 5th or 6th. And I know, like, it's hard to say what they're going to try and do. But I hope we're buyers. I I just don't want to make any moves right now. Like, everything just, like, feels so good. And I'm sorry, but, like, when Chris Paul drained that bucket last night, I was like, this is a whole mood. And he is very much involved. Yes. His post-game interview, they were kind of picking fun at him, but they made a little meme about how many times he said fun. But it (laughs) was a fun game. Like, he wasn't lying. It is fun. And I guess I mean I want the Thunder to be buyers in the sense of if they can find some type of trade that will help the team in the next coming years, like we get somebody young, you know, something like that, I'm all in for it. But I just want them to believe in what we have and maybe not dish everybody away just for the sake of trying to get draft picks. We have so many draft picks, and I feel like that even if we don't have Chris Paul next season, which I would expect, like, I would not – I mean, maybe we won't even have him for the rest of this season, but if, per se, I feel like that what he is doing with these younger players, we will be indebted for. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want them – to not cave, I guess. Like, if we just start selling more pieces, then I'm going to be incredibly let down. Because as it stands, like, they already control the draft for the next couple years. So mm-hmm. It's just so hard to, to, like, get invested in something that's working. And then, and I mean, I know that's just part of it, but it's hard. It's hard on my heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Everyone talks about how it's a business, but but my emotions are tied into this business. So please don't just like, please don't send everybody away. Just don't be so careless. Yeah. My, <laughs> okay, my yes queen. It's got, because of the like big outrageous like deal that I made about the dolphins just a few days ago. I feel like if it's not to the dolphins for beating the Patriots, then I would be not giving them their full due of what we needed from the Miami dolphins beating the Patriots. Yes. I'm just going to call it as I see it. And you are a witchy ass woman. And that is it. (laughs) Literally you were talking, you quoted Marshawn Lynch, and then all of a sudden he comes out of retirement, and then you were joking around, like, need the Dolphins to pull this one out, and then they did. And then they did. Let's see if I can move some of that voodoo into uh, the NFL playoffs. I'm like, don't send your witchy ways against the Packers. We've already got a lot going on. Okay. I'd rather save all my witchy ways for baseball, though, because I feel like that there's a lot of superstition in baseball, and it's 2020, yeah. and don't pitchers and catchers report in February? Yeah. And then I think at the end, 
it's either like the very end of February or the beginning of March. Spring training starts. So we're getting there. The countdown's on. Yeah. We'll be deep into Thunder basketball because it'll be like right around the all-star break. And, you know, things always get weird around the all-star break. And then baseball season will be cranking up. So that'll be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. Dare I say I'm excited about it. (laughs) So for my Oh Honey, I changed the context of it because, well, I mean, we're the talent and the producers, so I can do stuff like that. So it's not a Oh Honey. It's a Oh Honey, like a yay, so cute type moment. And right before we recorded this podcast – Tylen Wallace announced that he is coming back to OSU for his senior season. Baby. I know. And then what he was quoted saying was, Cowboy Nation, we are building something special in Stillwater, and I'm not ready to leave because this is where I belong. Oh, honey. honey. So, Chuba, your move. I'm waiting. Oh, CeeDee Lamb from OU declared it seemed like the same day that we lost yeah it happened so fast and it I was, was like, like the loss and then he was like I think I'll check out the draft say bye and I was like yeah. oh it, it just it happens that fast okay <laughs> just okay like fine that. I guess yeah <laughs> um that is a good oh honey my oh honey I cannot get this out of my head um with the Bengals-Browns game after the Bengals won and Joe Mixon, former OU player, was celebrating, which I don't <laughs> like him. I blame him solely on the – blame him solely for the retirement of Bob Stoops. And he hit a ref with his helmet. Like, I'm like, you can't even celebrate right? Okay, I know (laughs) he's like and he didn't just hit him like a little bit he literally went to swing his helmet it might as well have been like the Browns versus the Steelers and he hit a ref with it and I'm like didn't the ref fall down (laughs) he got him good yeah he bumped him good it's not really a it's not a good look for you (laughs) yeah that's a no honey for sure Yep. Other than that, I think we've already kind of gotten through our Tim Tebow. We're excited. But in case you forgot, it's about the Thunder. If you want, I can I forgot to talk about Nader's shorts. I never gave you, like, the full what was happening. Well, let's hear it. He did have, like, compression shorts on, so it's not like he was out here wilding out. And from what I could tell, he just had his real shorts rolled up, but they were, like, the bottom was rolled up so high that I didn't even feel comfortable taking a picture and sending it to you. That's how short he had his shorts. Well, I got in there and got to Twitter, and somebody had taken a video of him in warm-ups, and I was immediately transported back to eighth grade because Coach Maloney, his shorts were short, and he was the basketball coach, and, like, I was like, there they are. 
so short I couldn't even like I I couldn't even take a picture. And then he was being cute afterwards, after his warm-up. He was taking selfies with fans. And I'm pretty sure his shorts were still rolled up like that. Like, I couldn't (laughs) even engage because I was like, sir, you're short. He's like, hey, it's me and I'm in shorts. Let's take pics. Yeah, those are the shortest shorts (laughs) I've ever seen. Jesse would have been like, I don't want to pick. <laughs> Actually, I'm good. Thank you. She would have declined a photo off with short yeah. shorts because she short would have shorts. been crying. Oh, my gosh. Probably. <laughs> You've been thinking about Nader since I said he was the thirsty one. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. I'll give you that. They came out with a list of players, of NFL players, who will define the 2020s. And Patrick Mahomes was number one, and Lamar Jackson was number two. So if the Ravens and Chiefs match up, that could be fun. Patrick's going to win the Super Bowl. 